This is 321 The Pod. What she said, yes, 321 The Pod. Hi, I'm Chris Donovan, and uh, across from the microphone is a guy named Sinatra's Rat Dick. <laughs> you, wait a minute. That's wait, not it. That's not it. What is your Twitter handle again? Sinatra's Rat Pack. I think oh. you made a slight mistake. I think so close. Total, totally by accident. Yeah. I'm also known as Eric. Uh, that's another name I go by. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that one's usually wanted by the law. Yeah. So I usually have to go by an alias and change states from time to time just to uh, avoid the popo. Is that what you call it out there? Yeah, that's what, that's what we call it out here. After out here, we call it the law. Yeah, he's in out in Texas. I am sitting in Southern California. Uh, you know what? Luckily, not homeless yet. I'm getting there, though. I'm getting closer every day. <laughs> I think, uh, isn't it? I thought Gavin Newsom passed a law where it's required that you're homeless at least six months out of the year, like for all citizens. No, that's jobless. Oh, jobless. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Newsom guy gets it all mixed up. All mixed up. Well, the three, two on the pod where I believe it's three idiots two games one story am i right no no and i'm pretty sure you've wait. never even looked at the logo i said wait you. what is it it's <laughs> it's three condoms two what no i'm i'm way off what is it three stories two idiots one game oh and that's right we're the idiots well i think you're heavy on the idiot today <laughs> i think you're like one and a half of the idiot today i am you know what i'll tell you what i if you agree to be half an idiot i'll, I'll take one and a half i'm fine with that it's i'll be half an idiot today I about 10 to, about 10 different court cases would prove that i am one and a half idiots so and a one doctor will tell you i'm crazy so all right <laughs> first Yay, story settled story one all righty, guys, this is the time of year. It's Halloween, right? It's a fun time of the year. I, I love this time. Um, I can understand, though, that for little kids, it might not be so fun, right? I mean, some if if there truly is something scary out there for Halloween, little kids can't uh, appreciate it the way adults do. Um, especially really little kids, because there comes a story. Um, I you mean, like little kids that sound like this? A funny witch with the pointed she came you know like little kids like that really really little kids just like that and oddly this is not a florida story which you would think what? this would sound like if i if i didn't tell you you would guess it was a florida Ooh, i want to guess i want to guess i want to guess because i don't know mm, i'm gonna go minnesota no oh shit what was it mississippi so oh, it's, it it's, it's florida adjacent <laughs> it's like uh it's in the neighborhood of florida but so basically some footage went viral uh it was posted to facebook um and uh, started making the rounds where daycare employees so think about the kid the, the ages of kids that are in daycare right you could talk over her yeah. She's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my oldest daughter when she was like seven so yeah so it's it's when it's really young kids, I think people tend to get a little bit more um, uptight about things, right? Um, yeah, so this is right. a daycare employee using a scary mask to frighten young children. Specifically, the mask is that scream mask, the the one that's the white one with the big long face. Ghost face. Uh, ghost face. So they <laughs> thought it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wait, no, that's uh, Tales from the Crypt. That's the Crypt Keeper, sorry. It's a Crypt Keeper. Okay, uh, how about this one? <laughs> No, that is actually Vincent Price, <laughs> which was also used in the in the thriller video. There you go. Yeah, See, I'm prepared for this story. Man, I'm on fire. Um, anyways, so what they did is they thought it would be hilarious 
or mean. I actually don't know if they thought it would be hilarious, but they put on the scream mask and then would jump out and scare kids. And unfortunately, this is a very visual thing, so it's not something we could really show you on a podcast. But Chris, you're kind of watching some of these videos. Are these children are absolutely terrified, right? I mean, I think the mask helped the ladies, let's be honest. No, I know. I was was actually just about to get to that point because when you start scrolling through the old uh, uh, shots, first of all, okay, so I'm going to read the story. We'll come back to that in a second. Let me put a pin in that one because it says, I'm just reading this story. This is from Fox 4 in Mississippi. It says the videos were filmed in September uh, and later on September were posted on social media. They show a daycare workers at the Little Blessings Child Care. In oh, there's, a, there's a sign right there. People, yeah. come on. <laughs> uh, yell, uh, it was They were yelling at the kids who didn't clean up or act good. So they, they were doing this as a form of punishment. They would scare the kids. It says children can be seen bawling, cowering in fear, and at times running from the masked employees. Another employee gives directions and singing out which kids have acted good or bad. Like, so one employee is like literally pointing out that kid right there, go scare that kid. And so this was wow. a group effort from a bunch of it. It says Monroe County Sheriff's uh, Kevin Crook says in a news release that four of the f- women each face three counts of felony child abuse. A fifth woman, he says, faces charges of failure to report because she was um, just someone who worked there who just kind of kept her mouth shut and didn't say anything. But okay, as you scroll through these photos, I don't want to anymore. <laughs> I know. If you showed up to drop your children off and the people working there looked like this, I wouldn't leave my children with them. They look like meth heads that like open their home up and just called it a daycare. This does not seem. Yeah, it's a little it, it is something that looks kind of shoddy when it comes down to their their character. But I thought we're not supposed to judge people that way anymore. No, I constantly judge people, by the way. <laughs> I mean, literally, how do they expect us to judge people? Well, the old saying of don't judge a book by its cover. I don't know. When was the last time you picked up a book and read it first and then judged it? Never. Yeah, right? You you pick up the book and you're like, well, this looks stupid. You ju- And we always judge. I hate this nonsense. No, I'm judging these, <laughs> I'm judging these fat books by their fat covers. And. I would not trust them at all. I also think like when you see the absolute terror in these children, the other thing is if you were to hit a child that causes uh, uh, a pain and suffering in the immediate term, right? You're effing up these kids to where like 10 years from now when they're like 14 and 15 and they're scared all the time and they're nervous and they have anxiety and all that. These kids could be like effed up permanently because you're taking young children and messing with their brains. I want to see if I can get some screaming. That's right. Criminal charge. Nope. No screaming. Yet. Here we go. With a screen mask, the little <laughs> workers scaring toddlers with. A- <laughs> I mean, you don't want to laugh, but it is like kind of. <laughs> and if that's it not even a screen mask. That's like the, the, the chick that crawls out of the sewer mask or whatever the hell. Well, I mean, you want to like, I, I'm so angry about these people that did this. And I feel so, so bad tiny. for these children. These tiny, but these man. kids are so. Oh, freaking tiny man they're like four and five years old and they're deathly scared petrified if you look at their faces petrified so uh. there was this there's this old experiment that happened it's a famous psychology experiment it happened back in the i want to say the 40s and it's called the oh, not milgram oh they, they call it the baby albert experiment and it's really cruel That's they would never they would fake. they would it's not the fat <laughs> albert <laughs> experiment baby albert prince and albert it, yeah, Prince Albert is also uncomfortable, but no. So it's really cruel. They would never allow this experiment now, but they were testing on what made you as an adult scared of things, right? They were studying where our fears come from. 
So they literally took a brand new baby and wanted to make this baby scared of dogs because they said, oh, oh. we're, we're going to force this kid to be scared of dogs. So they sat this baby up and they'd put a little puppy in front of them and they'd sneak up behind the, the baby and they'd clang together metal pans to startle the baby. So that the baby would associate, oh, when I see a dog, something scary happens. They did this for the first year of the child's life. Then they just let the kid go and they said, come back every five years and we're going to monitor this child. And to the day that the, the, the person died, they were deathly afraid of dogs and other hairy animals and stuff like that. So they, they literally forced fear in this child. That's I what think these that was my childhood are doing. right there. I think that's my childhood right there. I don't like dogs. They scare the shit out of me. They, well, that's what these people are doing. They, they're at a young age scaring the bejesus out of these poor kids. And it's for like, what? You didn't clean up your finger paints? Like, I, I don't even understand what they're trying to accomplish. I just hope they didn't scare them enough for them to come back and, you know, retaliate. <laughs> I know, right? Like all these kids are just, oh my God. Yeah. I, I would love like an update. Shit. I would love an update on the story 20 years from now where they're like, oh, of these 10 children, four of them robbed banks. Two of them have been murdered. Three of them, like, you know what I mean? Like there's one overdosed. Be, yeah. One, <laughs> well, you know, all, the rest of them died on fentanyl. Yeah. It was, um, it says, and I like the other, one of the parents. Uh, and by the way, that's the other thing. Imagine watching the news. Oh, cause it oh, also yeah. says that uh, the a lot of the parents didn't find out about this until it aired on the news and they saw their children on the news being scared like this. And I understand that there's worse things that can be done to a child, but if you were a parent and you had been dropping your young, young child off at a daycare, and this is what was happening and you saw it on the news, you'd have a really hard time controlling yourself. Like how young are we thinking again? I'm thinking, yeah, there you go. Four to five. She's tiny and doing this. And then they went, <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> the quote from one of the parents that says, whether these people had a mask on or a mask off, their behavior was unacceptable. My blood pressure was raised. It absolutely breaks my heart for my child and what's to come for them in the future. I was angry to say the least, said one of the parents. Like, it's just, it's absolutely a shame. It's kind of funny. It's like 10% funny because these little kids are really scared. But here's the thing. If the parents had taken these kids to a haunted house and these kids were scared, I'd laugh like hell at this video. Yes, because that's they, because their it's, kids. Because it's their kids and it's the context. It's like, well, what did you expect? You're at a haunted yep. house. You drop them off at daycare. You think it's puppy dogs and rainbows and ice cream. And it's like people in a scream mask, like jumping out and scaring the shit out of your kid. Pretty oh, messed up. Bulls, clowns, and ghost face. Yeah, which, by the way, well, as you stated at the very beginning, these women could have done it without the mask, and it would have been just as scary. And that is the end of story one. Story two. All right, so my story is going to be about Tales of Jedi. It just came out yesterday on Disney+, Plus, which would have been October 26th. It is uh, short stories. There are uh, six total how long and, are they? Uh, 15 to 20 minutes tops. Uh, Ooh, that'd be great, great, for a, great for a busy family. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you put them all together. It's a movie. Uh, and it does kind of play out that way a little bit. Now, this is basically filling some holes that in some said. of the stories. It's basically is what it is. Like the I'm not going to give too much away, but the first one is showing the birth of Ahsoka. It yeah, literally so, is the picture. And so the only, so I haven't watched these yet. And I, and I know you're going to go a little bit deeper into them. So basically from what I understood, when I remember seeing the, the original release of this was it's kind of like a tale of two paths. Like you, you, one it's stories about Count Dooku and Ahsoka and how they both had a similar like storyline, but one chose evil and one chose good kind of a thing. 
Yes, kind of. And it, and it shows, say, hey, guys, calm down. Hey, okay, well, lightsaber practice later. Stop it. Jesus, God. They just I know, you stop. can't control any of your Padawans. I don't have any fucking help here in the in the uh, Jedi Palace anymore. Anyway, uh, Temple. Uh, no, uh, yeah, but it fills in the holes. You know, um, there's, a couple, <laughs> there's a couple things where I saw what was happening, and I knew exactly what was happening. Uh, I knew what they were covering up or what part of oh, a story. What storyline? Correct. Now, is this because... trying to fill in like modern day, uh, you know, some of the recent stuff? Yes. Or is this fill, f- like filling in some original trilogy stuff? Like what? what's it? I think it's going to be uh, helping. Uh, my wife's calling me. I think it's going to be helping uh, the Ahsoka series that's coming out because a lot of it does have to do with Ahsoka. But it also has to do with the um, beginning of... Um, the clones being made like if you remember episode um two when they go and find the army on Camino or whatever mm-hmm. and obi-wan kenobi's trying to find Camino on the maps and it's not there well one of these shows how and when it got erased so it kind of fills in holes oh, that way gotcha okay yeah so, so i saw that happening from, from a mile away i saw it like them go into the the, the uh ar- archives and do it but i'm not going to say who or what did it but there's also another thing yoda there if you, if you look back uh, there was another species of Yoda called Yaddle, which was a Jedi master on the council. And it shows a little bit about that character and how um, that character wasn't on the council anymore. <laughs> so, now, now uh, with these stories, um, I, first of all, I like that they're that short. I had no idea that they were that short. I thought they were like full 30, 45 minute episodes. So that's actually really cool that it's that short. So maybe I'll be able to get to them. But is this... Um, you know, we all loved the Mandalorian and we all love some of some of these reboots and some are better than others. Would you put this in the good category or would you put this in the meh category? Um, you, get a, lately? Uh, you get a young Qui-Gon, which is kind of nice. Isn't it still voiced by uh, Liam Neeson as well? Still? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I think he did do it. And then a young you get some young Obi-Wan and you get Anakin in there before he turns Vader. Uh, you get Count Dooku where he turns kind of to the dark side. So I think if you were to think of these as uh, Marvel shorts or not Marvel shorts, Marvel series like WandaVision and stuff, you don't have to watch them to watch the movies. Mm-hmm. But this does fill in um, fill in a lot of uh, it fills in a lot of holes where it comes to Ahsoka's backstory, how she became a Jedi, how Count Dooku turned, where the clones came from, because uh, and then Mace Windu was Count Dooku's uh, uh, master. So it kind of shows that relationship that they hinted to a couple times in the movies. So mm. it kind of just fills in all that. It kind of shows a little bit after Darth Maul was killed. So you're going to know where they're at in the story when you see the people. It's kind of fun. Oh, okay. And that was going to be my next question was like, is this something that you kind of need to be like digging and go and understand the references? Or are you going to basically be like, yep, I recognize that that's from, you know, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, that's because that happened. That's right. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. She was there kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really good, though. I mean, they're nice. They're short. They're sweet. Uh, something happens kind of interesting in all of them where I think that it does add to the stories. But I think that this is going to be kind of the roots of where these new series are going to go, like the new yeah. live action Ahsoka series and the live action. There's another and, one coming. And, and, you know, just a quick thing on, on shorts. Like the reason we have 
shows that are 30 minutes long or an hour long, and there's nothing in between and nothing over that is only because of the old time format of TV, right? You had to have a 23 minute show because uh, seven minutes of commercials, and now it's a 22 minute show with eight minutes of commercials. And if you have a, a, an hour long show, it's 43 minutes or whatever it is with seven. So, but that's the only reason we have shows that are this length. Who's to say that you can't have a 12 minute show or by the way, an hour and 20 minute show or a 50 minute show. The show should be the length that it takes to still tell a story competently. And I think we've always been too bound by time where, oh, a show has to be 30 minutes or a show has to be whatever. I kind of like that. They're like, hey, the, we're going to do these in this time frame because this is what makes sense and little bite sized nuggets um, of an episode. Yeah. Did you watch um, did you watch Clone Wars? Okay, so then did you watch the new series, new season that came out like last year? Yes, I did. We finally Okay, with the soak and everything, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's a part in this uh the second to last one where uh the train uh Soka's training with Anakin. I'm not gonna give too much away, but then it ends with Ahsoka looking over, I believe it's Rex and him going, Well, let's hope that training pays off. It puts his helmet on, and then they walk out into that hangar right after Order 66 was just called. And then it would be like you were watching the Clone Wars of her trying to escape. It was it's, that that got me. I was like, damn, that was dope. Like, I know where that's going. I know where they go. <laughs> like, that's so pretty stoked. cool. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Well, definitely, especially now knowing the time limit, uh, you know, with the, with the family and trying to get everyone together, it's always hard. But I like that time limit. So, yeah, we'll check it out and uh, report back. That sounds great. Right. That's a short and sweet story about the Jedi. Let's get into the next one. Story three. All right. Now, Chris, um, we've flown on some planes uh, quite a bit. You and I have, have gone a lot of trips and there's always the purse, the lady with like the small chihuahua on her lap. Who oh, God. That's her emotional support dog. Or um, I remember one time on a trip to, God, I want to say it was Washington, Washington, Washington. Um, Washington for a business trip. I was going up to Seattle and there was someone who had a pet iguana on their lap oh, no, and, and it was an emotional support iguana. So it's gotten out of control people. And, and by the way, none of these people, you never actually see a blind guy with a, with a disabled dog on a plane. Like the guy who would actually need it, you never see. It's always some fat lady who wants to take her little chihuahua on board that does this emotional support nonsense. Well, yep. someone finally gamed the system that I actually can completely support. It says, quote, this is, uh, this is from the, the this, uh, actually, when did this The happen? internet. The internet. It's from the internet. <laughs> it says there are people who emotional support animals are a real help. There are those who push it a little bit too far. Well, Floyd Hayes, a 47 year resident, 47 year old resident of Brooklyn, New York, surely falls into that second category because he tried to register his beer as an emotional support animal. Dad. Yeah, I know. Right. Like <laughs> Papa. it says Hayes described on his website. It says, it says quote, well, I'm not permitted to have a dog in my building. So I thought an emotional support beer would be more appropriate. It helps alleviate my anxiety and is cost-effective way to manage stress. True. He says, I've had trouble trying to take the pint onto public buses and in places of business. So I had the idea, why not get my beer registered? 
So it says. So he he couldn't drink in public, basically. Yeah. So basically, (laughs) which, by the way, this is my new hero. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm going to go register one now. I 100% support this guy. It says Hayes reportedly was able to get the registration for his pet beer at registration 108-5780-890, although the number, blah, blah, blah. This is a photo in a Brooklyn paper, which picked up the story last week, shows off the certificate of registration he was able to get for the beer. He hopes it will persuade authorities to allow him to take his brewskis on public transportation. It says, I travel from upstate Brooklyn a lot, and on the bus they say it's a federal crime to smoke or have an alcoholic beverage unless by prior written consent. He goes, I always wondered where you would get that consent, and he says, now I have it. (laughs) So, it says he he does say they talked to some lawyers in this article and the lawyers say he probably still doesn't stand a chance if you try and drink a beer on the thing they're still going to kick you off no matter what certificate you have but part of me wants him to take this to the supreme court or like take this (laughs) like would there be a better i mean they'll some might say it's a it's a waste of our taxpayer dollars i say what better to spend our taxpayer dollars on than a trial like this? I want OJ Simpson level coverage. I want news cameras. I want a Johnny Cochran going, if the beer don't taste bad, then it must be rad. Like I want it to be, um, I want to have a full crime scene investigations. I want this guy to try and flee in a white Bronco. This needs to be the trial of the century because I love that this guy's like, okay, all of this stuff's getting out of hand. I'm going to try and register my beer so I can just take my beer wherever I want. And he did it. And he did it. Here's the thing. A lot of us come up with ideas, Chris. This guy did it. He made it happen. There's a couple things that I take from this story. One, let's not waste all the money on some court case or anything. Let's just make him the next president. Yeah. Out of the way right <laughs> Which, away. By the way, honestly, I don't know anything about this guy except for this story. And I think he would be better than Trump, better than Biden, better than Kamala. But like, <laughs> there's about 10. Like, I, I could just tell you he would be better than most. And I fully support his candidacy. I do, too. Um, but also, uh, there is a little bit of a warning sign, because if he if he has to drink on the bus to and from work, then he's drinking at work. <sighs> he's yeah. just trying to drink all day. That's all he's trying to do legally. Yeah, but come on, man. I'm not against don't, it. Don't, don't get hate me the wrong. Play, don't hate the player. Hate the I'm game. Not, he's not literally like, player. he's like, hey, life sucks. Everyone's miserable. I just want to drink. And I don't like, by the way, the guy's not driving. I mean, congratulations on taking public transportation. Taking public transportation. He's doing the responsible thing. He's taking public transportation. He's just like, hey, why can't I have a beer? I'm not the one driving. What's the problem? I'm not sharing my beer with anyone. It's just for me. Here's my, here's my, uh, and by the way, it probably is an emotional support, right? Like, I bet you this guy drinking a beer gives him more emotional support than the stupid lady with the chihuahua on the plane. The only thing I can go against him, and this is like my, my opposite argument would be, Pour your beer in a cup. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I rest I, my case. That's why I really like a lot of these new trend of these RTDs and hard seltzers and, and um, uh, cocktails in a Nobody can. knows what size can because or cup no you've got one going knows, on. Yeah, no one knows what's going on. Half the energy drinks look like alcohol. Half the alcohol drinks look like energy drinks. As far as anyone's concerned, hey, I'm just drinking an energy drink here, man. It's that new energy Beers drink called can Vodka now? Mule. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've been drinking since 1924. No, <laughs> I started doing that in 2004. Um, no, it's, nobody has any idea. But that's the thing is like, if he was so smart to go out and file, probably had to pay some money to get some stuff filed and notarized and all this other stuff. Just buy a go out and buy one of those 
those freaking hydro flasks for 50 bucks. And yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Hide it. But yeah, hey, I it. still support this guy. God bless him for doing it. He's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, and, I don't know about the Lord's work, but he's doing no, no, damn he's, good he, American work. He, he's God bless America is what I have to say about that. And I believe that is going to lead me to our game of the day. Yes. Do we have a sound effect for that? This, this is name that, that radio beer. <laughs> We should have to just think of one on the fly and sing a, a made. I should song literally have it just say, this, this is name that. that. And then it stops and I'll yeah. be like, beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, there's many different sites that will track top beer sales in the United States. And I'm in this industry. It doesn't track where the people buy it from, right? Because my name probably like in the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your name comes up at the top of the list. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 there's many to track it. I am in this industry, so I can kind of tell you which ones are crap lists and which ones are not. And I, I think this one's a pretty decent list for my uh, personal experience okay. of, of seeing some of the numbers. And this is from Drizzly. Do you, are you familiar with Drizzly? For Rizzly. Okay, good. So Drizzly <laughs> is where you could order booze from your local liquor stores and they deliver it just like a Uber Eats kind of a thing. Oh, so this, sweet. Booze, this, delivered booze. Delivered booze. So this is Drizzly's top selling beers. Okay. So far for the year. Now, I will to give you a hint. Uh, we're we're looking for the top ten. If you could get the top ten, I'm going to give you some guesses. To give you a hint, they do get pretty. Uh, so I'm going to name like number seventeen. Believe okay. it or not, is Paps Blue Ribbon. Okay. Which is just stupid. I can but name like, like seven but, beers right now. They're probably in there. But like number sixteen is Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. So it, it, it uh, sometimes it's very generic and sometimes it's very specific, but there's obvious, there's some real obvious ones in here. So okay, my so challenge said, to you is to okay. get at least the top 10. Well, I'll say mine, Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is number cinco. One, two, three, five. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what a question. If I say Budweiser. By the way, folks, that- <laughs> if I had said the number five, he still would have had to have counted. One, two, three, five. Yes, I understand that now. <laughs> is if i say budweiser does that count budweiser and bud light or no does... it only counts budweiser which is number seven okay well then i'll say bud light also uh number one bud Coors light. light number two miller light number three by the way why are we such a pussy country that loves nothing but light beers we're told that we're fat so we're trying to get skinnier yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah everyone who drinks light beer is in great shape like in the commercials they're all fat like the rest of us what does that's it matter drink we, good beer that's why when you go places and you get that double cheeseburger, chili cheese fries and a shake, and then you order a diet. Pepsi. Right. That's exactly what this is. Like, don't don't drink a light beer because you think you're being healthy. It tastes like shit. Drink a good beer and just have a couple of them. Well, anyway, I mean, honestly, it. if we're going back to the story before this, you can't drink heavy beer all day long. So the light beer lets you drink all day. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> I, I can see that point. OK, so uh, next up. I've got one through five, right? No, you got one, two, two three, three, five, seven. Five, seven. So you're missing four, six, eight, nine, ten. I, I would I would assume regular Coors is on there. No, Coors, oh, okay. in fact, doesn't even crack the top 20. Coors yeah, Light. Good, yeah, figured. Coors Light is so much Coors Light's number two. Coors yeah. doesn't even Coors Original isn't even top 20. Oh, we have imports too. <clears throat> right yes corona corona is number four damn so i got one through five you, right you now. have one through five you're missing six eight nine and ten 
This other beer is Heineken. something that only America. Oh, Heineken is number nine. This this beer at number six is a beer that, as Americans, we think is a good foreign beer. But in Europe, they all laugh at Americans for drinking this because it's considered a shit beer. In fact, in the country that it's from, you could buy it for a dollar because it's like their version of Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's like the shittiest beer. But here in America, we think it's great, and that would be. Rainier beer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Washington. Uh, yeah, they don't. They don't sell it down anywhere else. Um, God dang it! That that makes me want to say a couple things. Uh, I would say you already told me that PBR is way down there, but what's yeah, the one? Well, this is a, so, Foster's so, Australian for beer. No, it is not. Oh. So I will tell you that the three, be- the three beers that are left, number six, number eight, and number ten, are all beers that come from other countries. And they all come from three different countries. Whoa. Is Modelo on there? Yes, that is it. Number eight. So now you can cross off Mexico because there will not be another Mexico. Modelo Especial is numero ocho. I want to say Guinness. Yes, Guinness is number 10. Okay. Just correct. So all you're missing is number six. The one that you just ranted about tried to give me the answer to? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Okay, you said it's. I, I'm guessing. I it, think they they have like a star logo. Oh, they do a lot of Christmas Peroni. Ads. No. Okay, star Peroni, logo. Peroni is actually a decent beer. Uh, the the answer is Stella Artois. Is what the did number I just say? Stella is considered Stella Artois. Or Stella. Stella, same thing. Yeah, same exact thing. So yeah. I got it. Oh, I didn't know you said Stella. I said Stella. Oh, okay. Well, I what do you think I said, jackass? Let me rewind the tape. Oh, I can. Yeah. I, I want it to be like those commercials where they throw the red flag and they're like, let's look back at the tape. Um, yeah. No, no, Stella Artois. Stella is considered an absolute joke beer in Europe and they export it to the United States and we we all drink it and think we're drinking a good. I European think it's beer. gross. It's really, it really is gross. Um I will say that I, you know, I'm not a beer drinker, as you know, but of the I can't believe top, I named all 10. That's awesome. You did. You named all 10. Um, of the top 10, if I were to have one and probably drink it, I would probably say Michelob Ultra or Guinness. Yeah, Michelob uh, again, or Jesus. Well, talk about one end to the other end. I know. That's what she said. Um, some wait, of the others. Wait, wait, wait. She did not say that. She totally did. You she said, no, she said, she said, hey, one end or the other. Three Question inches mark. might not sound like much. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Well, listen, you won today's yeah! game. Yeah! I don't have to wear my sound effects for that. Come on, man. I got to put them all on one page. As he scrolls through his pages of sound effects. I think you okay. just have to hit one at random and whatever it is, it, it plays. Thank you for listening to 321 The Pod. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. See you soon. I think that's it then. That's it then. All right. Well, <laughs> she decided she has spoken. You said to hit uh, it randomly, and I did. <laughs> th- that's also what she said. Um, <laughs> just hit it randomly, baby. Um, all right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you for listening this week. Remember to rate and review. And a very exciting for me on uh, next Monday, Ooh. which is Halloween, Ooh. is the debut episode of season nine of listen to this season nine everybody halloween episode it's about blood 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 Blood. all right we'll talk to y'all later this is funner.com see you soon bye